Have you ever found yourself caught in like this never-ending cycle of self-doubt? Maybe you worry about what other people think, and maybe you find yourself thinking, I'm not sure people even like me. Or when it comes to weight loss, maybe you doubt whether or not those extra pounds will ever come off. And then perhaps even if you did lose weight, then you notice that you worry, will I be able to keep the weight off? Does it ever feel like your brain is working against you and working against your goals? Well, you're not alone and you're not crazy. Today, we're talking about number one, why we are wired to think negatively about our weight loss goals. Number two, the science behind the psychological underpinnings underneath your doubts and fears. And number three, how your thoughts are like the keywords in your very own Google search bar in your brain. It's like the trusty search engine that is ready to serve up the results that your thoughts tell it to look for. So, Are you intrigued to know more about how you can program your thoughts intentionally and return the mental search results that you want to get? Well, grab your mental toolkit because we're about to dive deep into the brain's search engine optimization secrets that'll start steering you towards your desired destination one thought at a time. You ready to get after it? Yeah, let's go. Do you ever feel like you know all the diet rules about eat this, but not that, and so you know what to do, but you just have a hard time actually doing it? I'm here to tell you, you are not the problem. Hi, I'm Lizzie. Welcome to the Confident Body Podcast, where we talk about all the mental and emotional parts of weight loss that diets don't tell you. It's time to step past the shame and the guilt from old diets and stop feeling like you're waiting to lose weight in order to fully participate in life. If you're ready to drop the diet mindset and learn what it takes to truly feel happy and confident in your own skin, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I am so grateful that you are here. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope I will make it worth your effort. And I got to tell you, I am excited about this episode because I was talking with a client just this past week, and she asked me to clarify something that I said. And I was like, it's like, it's like your brain is like Google. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest analogy ever. I have to share it with the entire world. So it's possible that my podcast isn't necessarily broadcast to the entire world, but you're here. So let's get after it, shall we? So um, I noticed this came up with myself recently that I, um, so the story is I, I made an investment in a learning product and, you know, something that I would learn something from and teach, teach me something. And it was quite a substantial financial investment. And I, it took me some, a bit to kind of wrap my brain around the dollar figure for this investment. Like, would it be worth it? And that type of thing. And I realized that investing in myself is one of the best things I can invest in. And I always bring back the best returns of any kind of financial investment. And so that was the mindset that I had when I went ahead and purchased this educational product. And over the last couple of months, as I've been taking this course, my thoughts around, is it really worth all of those dollars has come up more and more often. And uh, a coach who coached me recently pointed out, where are you focusing your thoughts? And it was so helpful because wherever your thoughts go, your energy flows. I'm going to say that again. Wherever your thoughts go, your energy flows. 
So my thoughts over the last few months in regards to this educational program have been going into, it has not been worth that amount of money. I feel ripped off. And, you know, those kinds of thoughts. And what's so interesting is when I'm thinking those kinds of thoughts, I am blocking off my ability to soak in the genuinely valuable educational content that this program has. There is absolutely something I can learn from it. I don't know everything. And yet, because my brain has been focusing on, I paid so much money for this thing, is it worth it? I've not been allowing myself to elevate my thoughts and elevate my energy to a space where I am open to learn. And I just thought well, that was, I was so grateful for my coach to point that out to me. And what's so fascinating is we do this in weight loss all the time. For example, I have a client that I was talking to about two weeks ago, and she had lost two pounds. And she had her kind of habitual thoughts said, well, it's going to go back up next week. Or like, it was just a fluke. Um, I had a different client who uh, was struggling. She was kind of on a plateau. And her thoughts were telling her, I'll never lose weight. This always happens. Um, There was a, a different person I was speaking to who was kind of Uh, trying to figure out where she wanted to take her career path. And her brain offered her up the thought, my life is already screwed up. Obviously, when your thoughts are going in that direction, you kind of tend to marinate and ruminate in those negative areas, in that negative direction. I had another client who had lost weight and regained it, and she's trying to lose weight again. And her brain is offering her thoughts of, this will never work. I've tried this before. It won't last, or this one. Ever ever felt this one? I don't believe I can lose weight for the last time. <sighs> First of all, it is not your fault. You're not broken. If you've ever had thoughts like this, this is completely normal. We all have these kinds of thoughts. Our brains have a negativity bias. Basically, back in the caveman days, cave gal, gay, cave gal days, The caveman or cave gal who was on the lookout for what's wrong was the one who survived and, you know, did not get eaten by the tiger. So our brains over time have developed the almost radar for we're just on the lookout for what's wrong. What's wrong? I'm imagining like the sonar in the the submarine with the doot, 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 that kind of thing. Anyway, if, if something good happens, that's a very minor blip. But if something bad happens, that is very, very important to the brain. The brain is really attuned to things that could go wrong. And not only that, but the brain is designed to maintain the status quo. So you may have heard of the motivational triad in the brain. So we, our brains have kind of three primary motivators that, uh, I don't know that I want to say dictate, but sort of influence our decisions in terms of our actions. You, you may have heard this already. One is seek pleasure. Two is avoid pain. And three is use up as little energy as possible. Be very efficient. So doing something new goes against all three of those things. If I want to do something new, I've got to, particularly when it comes to weight loss, I probably have to you know, not seek the pleasure of the donut. I have to do something different. So that doesn't help. I have to avoid pain. Well, no, because not having the donut feels painful. And I I want to 
use as little energy as possible, well, it uses up a lot of energy to think about the donut and think about not having it. And so when it comes to weight loss, back with my client who said, I don't believe I can lose weight for the last time. Of course, her brain is offering her these thoughts because it doesn't want to try hard. It doesn't want to experience the pain of potential failure. And it wants to seek the pleasure of the same old pattern and the same old results. And so it makes so much sense. Creating goals for ourselves is literally supposed to bring up fear and doubt and shame in our brains because our brains do not have the neural pathways yet to support the new goal. And by the way, it likely does have neural pathways that support the old way of doing things. And once again, as we know, the brain does not care about your fulfillment, doesn't care about you being happy. Your brain cares about safety. And what is familiar is safe. And so those old patterns are familiar. Those old patterns feel safe. And so when your brain offers you these thoughts of like, I'll never lose weight. This always happens to me. My life is already screwed up. It's trying to protect you from a potential future failure. And it's also trying to seek the familiarity, i.e. safety, of old patterns. So we stay safe. We play small. That's That's normal. That's our brains just doing their jobs. Nothing has gone wrong. Okay, great. So it all makes sense that we that we have these negative thoughts that were programmed this way. Are we, are we destined for doom and gloom? Happily, the answer is no. But you've got to kind of understand how brains work and you got to put a little effort into some pro- proactive programming into your brain. So how do brains work? Brains want to prove themselves right. Nobody wants to feel like they're crazy. And so the brain looks for evidence to prove your brain correct. And so whatever you tell your brain to look for, it will find. We've talked about this on the podcast in the past that in our brains, there's a filter. You know, there's there's however many millions of pieces of information coming at us in our environment all the time. And it's just way too much for the brain to kind of soak it all in and pay attention to everything. And so we have a filter in the brain called the reticular activating system. It's often abbreviated as RAS. And so the reticular activating system filters for what's important, what's just background noise, the signal and the noise. And a lot of times this analogy is used like if you go car shopping and you decide that you want the Hyundai Sonata and you really like the, you know, raspberry red color. And then you leave the, the car lot and suddenly you're seeing red Hyundai Sonatas everywhere. Are there suddenly more Hyundai Sonatas on the road? The answer is no. It's just that your brain has gotten new input, the thoughts that I'm thinking about a red Hyundai Sonata. And so this new input is saying, this is important. And the reticular activating system says, okay, now we are scanning for this new important information. Where do we see red Hyundai Sonatas? And suddenly, boop, they pop up all over your your awareness. This is normal. And here's where I came up with the analogy. Because I was was trying to explain all of that to my client. And she's like, I don't quite understand what you're saying. And so this is where I came up with the analogy that your brain is like Google. So when you type something into Google, it brings back search results for whatever you typed in. So if you type in apples, 
you probably get lots of information about Macintosh and Fuji and all the other different kinds of apples that I can't think of at the moment. You might even get images of apples. If you type in angels, you'll get in results from angels and myths and Catholicism and pictures and all kinds of things. And if you type in anger, you'll get all kinds of different results for that. Three words, they all start with A, and you get lots of different results. Google does not care what you type into the search bar. It just gets busy returning results for what you searched, for what you put into the search bar. In our brains, our thoughts are like the words you type into the search bar. And then our brains get busy looking for results and evidence that match what you put into the search bar with your thoughts. Whoa. This is why our thoughts matter so much. Because whatever you focus on, your brain gets busy bringing back more of that. So back to my earlier story with the educational program I invested in, at first, I was you know, thinking all these lofty thoughts of like, I'm the investment. It's great to invest in myself. I'm a great return. And frankly, I had a hard time leaning into that. I had a hard time believing that. What I unconsciously began to focus on was, was my money well spent? Was this worth it? Did I get ripped off? And so my brain, I was programming the Google search engine of my brain with my thoughts. And I began to get more and more evidence showing me that I had not necessarily made a good investment. And it was blocking any evidence that I could learn something new from this. And it's just so fascinating the way our brains work like that. And so when you think about this in terms of weight loss, we think I want to lose weight, but we think, but, but then we spend our time thinking about, I'm not there yet. What if I fail? I don't like the way this, you know, my jeans look, or this is happening too slow. Our thoughts in the moment are often very negative. And so we are typing in that message into the search bar of our brain and our brain gets to work finding evidence for how this is not happening fast enough. Yep, actually my butt really does look big in these jeans. And yeah, I don't like the way I feel about myself. And that is what we get more of. And so let's just hit the pause button here for a second. Why do we want to lose weight in the first place? Many people think because I want to weigh a smaller number. But and again, we've talked about this in the past as well. Have you ever looked at a picture of yourself when you were younger or thinner and looked at that picture and like, oh my gosh, I was so skinny that back then. I wish I could have that body now. And yet you remember that when that picture was taken, you were on a diet. You wanted to lose weight then. And so that picture is tangible evidence that the number on the scale does not equate to happiness. Your happiness is in your thoughts. And so the whole reason why we want to lose weight is not for a number on the scale. It's for how we think we will feel when we lose weight. And it, this is really, really important. Because if you fixate on the number, you're missing the whole point. Fixate on how you want to feel. So let's get clear. 
How do you want to feel? How do you think you will feel once you lose weight? Everybody has a slightly different answer. You know, everyone's unique. Sometimes clients will tell me, well, I want to feel confident in my clothes. Amazing. Sometimes clients will tell me, I want to feel beautiful. Sounds great. Sometimes clients will tell me, I'll feel like I'm finally enough. Yeah. What is it about our weight that makes us feel like we are not enough? (sighs) So when you think about how you want to feel, we now have the secret to producing that feeling right now with the Google engine of our brain. So let's say you want to feel self-assured and self-confident in your clothing. Amazing. So if you want to proactively feel self-confident in your clothing, it's useful to type that information into the search bar of your brain with your thoughts. How? Ask yourself, when did I feel self-confident in my clothing today? And your brain will get to work finding an answer. And that's the beautiful thing about our brains. They are puzzle solving machines. You give it a question and it will look for an answer which by the way, is why it is so important to give your brain quality questions. Because if you ask yourself, why am I so stupid? Yeah, your brain will find an answer for that. It's just gonna feel lousy. So ask yourself, when did I feel self-confident in my clothing today? And then look for the tiniest example. It could be, you know what? I really like my socks. These socks are kicking, I love them. That's enough. Look for the tiniest example. When I was talking to my client about this specifically, she said, you know what's crazy? I'm wearing this shirt and it's an old shirt. And my partners asked me, you know, hey, is, is that a new shirt? I've not seen you wear that. And she said, it's better. It's an old shirt that fits again. I was like, yes, exactly. Look for the ways in which you feel the way you want to feel right now. So she wanted to feel self-confident in her clothing And she found an example right there. What's amazing about this too, is when we do that, that future self of like one day over the rainbow, when I lose weight, I'll feel fill in the blank, confident in my clothes, beautiful enough. When you look for when did I feel that way today, you bring the future into your present experience, which is so crucial, because our brains get really good at what we practice. I'm gonna say that again. Our brains get really good at what we practice. Most of the time we practice, I'll be happy when, and you know, fill in the blank. Usually it's, I'll be happy when I lose weight. What is that practicing? That's practicing, I'm not happy now. I'll be happy someday in the future. And so that's why You can lose the weight. You can white knuckle your way down the scale and you can get to that number and be like, I I thought this was it and I'm still not happy because your brain has practiced not being happy now. Your brain has practiced pushing happiness off to tomorrow. And today is never tomorrow. It's always today. So what you got to do is practice the feeling you want to feel now. If you want to feel self-confident in your clothes, look for how you felt that today. If you want to feel beautiful, look for how you felt that today in just the tiniest ways. Maybe it was like, my nails are beautiful. Look at this manicure. 
not that I actually get manicures. I'm like the biggest tomboy you ever met. But lots of people have amazing nails. You know, if you want to feel enough, look for where you felt enough today. In the tiniest moments, I felt like I was enough when I was brushing my teeth. I successfully completed that task. Obviously, you want to bring it into more of your awareness into bigger ways, but you got to start small. It's so crazy too how when our our brains are looking for a certain thing, sometimes we don't even see that that feeling that we want to get. So have you ever been feeling not so great about yourself and somebody gave you a compliment and it's almost like it bounced right off of you? It's it's like you said like, oh no, like and your your spouse, your partner can tell you you look beautiful and you don't believe it. It's because you've been touching, wow, typing words, right? You've been typing words into your mental search bar that have been, I'm ugly, I'm not beautiful, I'm not enough, whatever it is. And so when you get an input, an external input that is different than what you've been inputting, my, my, one of my clients said this beautifully. She's like, yeah, I was getting a, like a 404 error or page not found because your brain didn't know how to find that. And when I was speaking to this particular client, she said, you know, she's been really actively working on trying to question some of her own beliefs. I'm so proud of her with her effort to look at old things. If you can hear my dog, she's excited about it too. Yes, her name is Mrs. O'Leary and she is such a sweetie, but she does get a little excited about the uh, Amazon delivery folks. So anyway, as I was saying, the, the way when you begin to question your old beliefs and you begin to open up to new opportunities, your brain then begins to see the, the positive comments that were already there. And so I asked her as she's begun this work of questioning her old thoughts and opening up to new possibilities, she's beginning to see this evidence differently and more positively. And for the first time, she's like, yeah, it's like now I'm starting to see the results that we're actually there. I'm starting to believe it. And it's just amazing. And so as you begin to type in how you want to feel into your brain's mental search engine, you begin to see it pop up in little ways in your life. What you want, what you're looking for, that feeling that you want is already available to you. Because we know that our feelings are created by our thoughts. It's not created by the scale. It's not created by somebody's compliment. Our feelings are created by our thoughts. And so you have the power to type into the the thoughts, into your mental search engine and bring back the SEO that you want to look for, that you want to find. Just ask yourself, when did I feel blank today? Whatever it is that you want to feel, whatever it is that you think you will feel once you've lost weight, Bring that feeling into your present awareness so your brain gets busy practicing that feeling and knowing what it feels like today. Okay, so are you ready for our one tiny confident body action step for this week? Here we go. What is one negative thought that you notice? Maybe it's a doubt you have about yourself. Maybe it's imposter syndrome. Maybe you just plain old feel not enough. Whatever it is, just pick one. Ready? Step one, notice the thought. Step two, acknowledge it. It's supposed to be here. Nothing has gone wrong. Your brain is just doing what brains do. All all okay. 
Step three, decide how do you want to feel? Confident in your clothes? Beautiful? Enough? Figure out how you want to feel. Step four, ask yourself, when is an example today of when I felt X? Fill in the blank, whatever that feeling is that you want to feel. Even the tiniest moments count. Give your brain instructions to go on a search for what you want to find. Look for how you want to feel and then notice what it finds. Okay, there is a whole section of my book about the power of your thoughts and turning those thoughts around. So if you've ever found yourself dwelling in negativity or doubt or shame, then please check out my book called You Are a Miracle on Amazon. And I would be so grateful if you would write a review. Your review helps other people find the podcast and maybe it might help somebody feel a little less alone. And before we go, remember, love yourself because your thoughts literally determine the quality of your life. That's so important. I'm going to say it again. Your thoughts literally determine the quality of your life. And the best news ever is that you get to choose your thoughts. If you want to love yourself or loathe yourself, no one can tell you different. You have complete autonomy to choose. What is the compounded interest over time of loving yourself versus loathing yourself? Again, the beauty is that you get to choose. That choice is 100% within your control. Why not choose love? It feels a lot better and That's the whole reason we're here anyway. All right, that's what I've got for you this week. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening today. Seriously, I know it's not a small thing and I genuinely appreciate it and I hope it helped you. Make sure you head on over to confidentbody.coach slash tips and sign up for my seven top tips for little shifts that create big results so that you can start feeling confident in your body right now. I will see you next week. And until then, remember... You are a miracle.